stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, I hope you're feeling flattered today, Calgary, because we are certainly being wooed. Wooed in a big way, maybe, by the International Olympic Committee. And they're not typically in the business of doing that. They're the ones who expect to get wooed. They're the ones who expect to get wined and dined. They're the ones who expect to be treated like kings and queens. Is this a new era for the IOC? Have they turned a new leaf? Are we dealing with a completely different organization? Look, folks, whenever the idea of the 2026 Winter Olympic comes up, you know, if you've heard me talk about it, you know, I'm really, really, really skeptical. I, I don't like the idea. I think we've seen time and time again how, how the costs just get out of hand. And, and there really isn't that, that lasting benefit that, that's promised. I don't think it's worth it. Now, if we're going to go down this path, and, and maybe increasingly it looks as though we are, I really hope that this is a different IOC that they've learned some lessons from the past. Maybe they learned some lessons from the fact that uh, numerous cities are just walking away from the idea of hosting the Olympics and realized, genuinely realized, that things need to change, that it's not going to be an auction anymore, that cities who want to do this really do want to do it uh, in an economic fashion. It doesn't need to be this grandiose splash around billions of dollars and be left with a whole bunch of white elephants. So we, we see hints of change here this week. So we've got a delegation from the IOC that's here in Calgary looking around, meeting with people. And I guess one notable difference from the past is that they foot, foot in the bill for this. Now, it might seem like a minor thing, but for the IOC, maybe that's a huge step. Because typically, if you wanted IOC folks to come to your city, you foot the bill. You pay the airfare. You pay the hotel. You rolled out the red carpet for them. So instead, this time, they've paid for their own trip to Calgary. Okay, well, that's encouraging. Uh, And they're saying all the right things here today. Hey, you want to do this more affordably? We want that too. Maybe a little more money coming your way from the IOC? Well, maybe we can talk about that. Holding events in other cities? Not a problem. We're using existing infrastructure? Hey, it's a great idea. So is this aimed at convincing uh, uh, maybe a somewhat skeptical city council that this is worth it and we should do it? And if the IOC is desperate for cities to step up, does that give us leverage here? So what do we make of what we heard today? It was really interesting from the uh, executive director of the IOC, Christophe Dubai. Uh, someone who was uh, there at his uh, press conference and asked some interesting questions is someone who's been following all of this very closely. Carrie Tate is a reporter with the Globe and Mail's Calgary Bureau. Carrie, thank you for joining us here. Thank you for having me, Rob. All right. Well, it certainly seemed to me that uh, they were putting on the charm offensive today and trying to alleviate some of the concerns that have been raised. What was your takeaway from what you heard? Yeah, the executive director definitely was willing to roll out a list of all of the ways that cities could save money. One thing has Calgary has to keep in mind is it's not the only city hearing this. It, the IOC isn't saying, you can do this. It's saying, pitch it and we'll consider it. There's a big difference there. 
There is. True. Now, um, we we heard more details about this so-called Agenda 2020, which uh, supposedly emphasizes a more uh, uh, affordable and sustainable Olympic Games. And that refers to, in in a lot of ways, the idea of reusing existing facilities. So Mm -hmm. what what did they say about that today? Well, your list was bang on. They really hit the, we want to use existing facilities, all those uh, requirements about venue size that used to be in the Olympics. Forget it. You want to have a smaller venue? We're cool with that. But there's a flip side to that, too. Part of what funds the Olympics is ticket revenue. So if suddenly you have Calgary looking at, well, we don't need to add additional seats to the Oval. Why don't we, you know, deal with hockey in a smaller arena or figure skating? That's great and all, but now you're not selling as many tickets, and that bites, too. In terms of how much money or how much revenue the IOC is willing to share, there was the, the figure that, and I think we already knew about this figure, $925 million, mm-hmm. which would be just a fraction of, of the cost of hosting the Olympics. But did, did they open the door at all to, to that number growing in future Olympics, including 2026? Well, that one, they didn't have quite the same enthusiasm as they had as they pitched all of the other um, cost savings. Uh, we still asked about it, and they said, well, we're still negotiating, we're still negotiating. The other ones, they were much more enthusiastic and basically said, do whatever you want. So don't get too excited on that yet, but don't rule it out. What do they make of the cost, uh, the, the numbers that we've heard thrown around in Calgary? Um, you know, $4 billion, but of course, with some revenue offsetting that, we'd be looking at uh, maybe two and a half, just under $3 billion. It, it, are, do they agree with that number? They think that's, that's too high even? Uh, that wasn't something that went directly to them, but they did talk about how they were enthusiastic about costs coming down and how they've uh, watched that. But again, it depends what Calgary is willing to put forward. Um, is it going to sacrifice, sacrifice, for example, venue size and the quality of venue for uh, ticket revenue? Mm-hmm. Now, what about the response from the city? Are, are they going to, to be saying something at some point today? I don't know if they'll be speaking today. The uh, communications department has indicated that they'll speak, somebody will speak later this month. Um, So the IOC folks, there were six of them speaking with city councillors today, and city council has a meeting coming up, I believe, next week. So that might surface then. But they're not exactly running out the doors to speak with people like the IOC did. They, uh, They rolled up their executive director, and even that is pretty big. Right. And, and so they're making a big deal of the fact that they're here. But how, how would we describe the purpose of this visit? Because obviously we haven't yet reached a decision on, mm-hmm. on whether we intend to, to even bid for the game. Mm-hmm. The IOC is trying to convince Calgary and all of the other cities to bid. Um, when it comes right down to it, the IOC still wants an auction of some sort. And uh, they also want cities that they consider, um, you know, top-notch. And so they're pitching the cities to bid. They're not saying, oh, this is in the bag. Um, And they're trying to pitch cities on what will make it um, more convincing for those cities. So yes, they're out there, you know, making their case. But in the end, it still comes back to the IOC, who has a lot of power here. Well, they still do. I I mean, granted, you know, the 2022 Winter Olympics, I believe it was just two cities that were officially in the running, which doesn't look good on the IOC. Do we have any idea of if Calgary goes for it, who we might be up against for 2026? 
Uh, they are looking at uh, the list in Europe, and I think they've tossed in Sapporo in their list uh, most recently. Um, and so it, sometimes this comes down to not who the IOC picks, but who backs out. Yeah, who's left standing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so in terms of Calgary's decision-making pro, uh, process here, because we had the Bid Exploration Committee, and, and they came back saying, well, we could do this if we're able to do it a certain way, and, and they listed off what they believe would, would need to be conditions. But I, I got the sense that they like the idea. I think some of council like the idea. Uh, we, we talked about spending an additional $1 or $2 million to turn that report into some kind of an official bid book. Where, where mm-hmm. are we at with that? Well, now it's kind of all over the place because the original exploration committee has been disbanded, and now the city bureaucrats have taken that in-house. And they accidentally released a document that was meant to be kept from public eyes that was sort of like looking at the um, project that the exploration committee had put forward and said, okay, well, we, we could have the opening closing ceremonies at stampede for X number of dollars, and then they said, well, here is a way we could do it at McMahon. And on it, for example, they had a, a pitch to build a smaller hockey arena, oh, arena, pardon me, that we hadn't seen anywhere in the city's plans. So there's still, even though they have this blueprint, um, internally they're still coming up with ideas themselves. So it's not like we should imagine the one document just being you know, put in a binder and calling that the bid book. There's a lot of revisions that seem to be happening. Uh, By the way, the question of of an arena, and it's interesting because we're hearing this week about all the plans for the East Village, and there's been hints about this entertainment district uh, that that may be a part of the East Village, and obviously this arena debate kind of links into this Olympic debate. Do we need a new arena if we're going to host the Olympics? What did they say about that today? The IOC does not give a hoot. They don't care. They don't care as long as there's some place to put it. Um, that's also acceptable. And uh, so it, Calgary City Councilors are having trouble saying the name Edmonton. Um, and something like the folks who pit, work on tourism in Calgary, they're, having, they're struggling with that. But, of course, we all know that's a, a logical place to put something, especially if um, the IOC is not only allowing but encouraging um, cities and provinces and countries to share the Olympics. They even said, you want to share with another country? Go ahead. We don't care. <laughs> yes. Very interesting. All right. Well, Gary, we'll see where this all goes from here. More at uh, theglobeandmail.com. But appreciate your time here this afternoon. Thank you for having all me. All right. Take care. Uh, Carrie Tate, uh, reporter with the Globe and Mail's uh, Calgary Bureau. So she's been following the all the twists and turns in this Olympic saga. That's the dilemma, isn't it? For any city to say, well, this would would save us money, then we can put this event over here in that city and that city over there. They can take on that event and we'll spread it out. Well, guess what else you spread out? You spread out all the people that are going to be coming. You spread out the money people are spending on hotels or restaurants or whatever. I mean, we're told that there's an economic benefit to hosting the games. Now, I think that's, that's certainly been overstated. But whatever economic benefit there is, obviously you lose out on that if you're spreading it around between multiple cities. Are Calgarians going to be as excited about the idea of a Winter Olympics in their city if it's not entirely in their city? Yeah, well, the hockey, that's up in Edmonton. Uh, Some of the skiing, yeah, that's out in Whistler. Uh, But hey, it's still Calgary's games. It's really not at that point, is it? Is it still worth it at that point? What are we getting out of it? Anyway, here's what uh, Christophe Dubai 
from the IOC said today. And he was asked that question about, you know, people are talking about putting events in Whistler, putting events uh, elsewhere. What do you guys think of that? And I guess today, as of now, the IOC thinks that's a terrific idea. We are very open to solutions uh, using, and we encourage uh, bids using what is existing. And it's a very good news that uh, that, that the vision is, is to work with uh, Vancouver or, or Whistler. Again, if you look at uh, our Agenda 2020, Recommendation 1 was exactly this one, to make sure we have a positive legacy. Let's use what exists, including outside of, of the city, outside of the country, for legacy and sustainability purpose. So this goes exactly in the, in the direction we want. Now, it doesn't need to be a joint bid. It will remain Calgary. Uh, but using venues outside of, of Alberta, and this is perfectly fine. This is encouraged. This is encouraged. I don't know how people here are going to feel about that. We're going to use Edmonton's arena to, to host these events, and we're going to call them Calgary's Games. That seems a little weird, doesn't it? Uh, on the question of budgets and costs, Christophe Dubai from the IOC says, uh, we're all about keeping costs down. I, I think you see in um, the first results, were uh, the, the Paris and, and Los Angeles bids, which were using a lot of the, uh, of the existing infrastructure and that are coming with, uh, with budget, especially in the case of, of Paris. LA is slightly different uh, because of, of the, the nature of, of the bid, but Paris with, uh, with a 3.6 billion budget, which uh, is lower than, than some of the, uh, uh, the, the recent uh, OCOGs. If you take the final budget of, uh, of Rio, which is $2.9 billion, this was uh, um, uh, in recession compared to, uh, to previous uh, OCOGs. Although, of, of course, the cost of doing business in, in Rio is not the same as Tokyo, and this has to be recognized. We, we understand this. But really, Jeremy, what, what we see, and we will see that also for 26, those bid numbers will go down. I'm certain that with the flexibility that we provide now, especially with, with the venues, uh, with the kind of solutions that I, that I spoke about before, that we will have a positive impact on the uh, operating budgets. And uh, we should see the result in, uh, in the, uh, the bottom of budget that, that the, uh, the, the candidate cities will provide to us in, in a matter of months. So positive effect already now. Mm, okay. Let's uh, not forget, though, I mean, we got Winter Olympics getting underway just next month, as a matter of fact, in South Korea. And there's concern in South Korea about the cost of those games. The Olympics in South Korea are expected to cost about 12.9 billion U.S. They were expected to cost much less when Pyeongchang was announced as host back in 2011. The amount being thrown around then was around seven or eight billion dollars. So we're not having to, to reach back into the distant past to find an example of an Olympics going way over budget. This is an Olympics. It hasn't even happened yet. So the idea that this is a new era for the IOC, well, when does that new era begin exactly? Because it doesn't seem as though South Korea is benefiting from that. Are we convinced that Calgary will? 974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.